Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. I begin some live series on Ganpati Sahasranama, the thousand names of Lord Ganpati. And this seems to be like a tall order for me, honestly speaking, to be able to bring forth for you young boys and girls of India, young boys and girls of everywhere, the profundity of this um, thousand names which is in the Vedic tradition and what it means, okay? And right off the bat, I want you to understand that all these mantras and all these Vedic mantras that are out there as a form of tradition needs to be understood in this new energy as something to be used, something to be understood, but most importantly, something to be felt. No amount of my talking or anyone's talking or any amount of books is going to do this for you. <clears throat> it's something that has to be felt. It has to be felt, it has to be listened to, it has to be participated in. That's the way you're going to get it in your life. That's the way you're going to understand it. That's the way you're going to work with it. And it's going to show fruits in your life. It is going to help you overcome difficulties in your life. That's the way you get rid of all this Rahu Ketu business. Right? And you will see as we go through how and what this means. But go beyond the meanings of it. Life is not supposed to be just meant to dry meaning, okay? It is supposed to be your participation with the rest of the earth, with the rest of the human beings, with the rest of the beings of the earth. And the picture goes upward and outward and expansive, very high. And in this new energy, it is important to understand how this plays out, what I can do with my life, what I can do with my career, so many questions you might be having for your personal life, wherever you are. <clears throat> so I hope Ganpati brings you some clarity into that. If you so feel inclined, participate with Ganpati because he is there with you every step of the way. And you will see why as we decide. I want to take it take you through the meanings of it, take you through some basics of it, what is Sahasranama, what is Vedic literature really mean by doing all these Sahasranamas, and we shall see that, okay, so let's get started, I'll do all the other Sahasranamas as well, we begin anything in Vedic tradition with Ganpati, the first one to be addressed, paid respects to and honored is Ganpati. This is the way of it. So let's work with the tradition and see what we can unfold for all you beautiful people out there. Okay, so let's begin. So first of all, what is a mantra for all you people not of India, maybe even Indians? You can research this a lot on the internet if you want. I'm just putting my two cents here. 
the essence of a mantra are sounds a combination of vowels and consonants which are designed to tune the mind body spirit emotions and your consciousness as a whole nothing is separate everything is bundled into one you are one being you, we can analyze you in parts but you are essentially one consciousness embodied consciousness so mantra is designed as a combination of vowels and consonants in sanskrit which carry the energy to tune your mind body and consciousness to a specific plane of existence or creation you might call it these words are really insufficient i'm just using the best possible i can you might call it a specific devik shakti or deva shakti or an aspect of the one creator energy one thing which is much misunderstood i feel out there about the vedic tradition is why do hindus have millions of gods and goddesses they are not millions of gods and goddesses there is only one god these are aspects of the one creator think of it like that it's like you are one being your right arm is one aspect of you your left arm is one aspect of you the fingers on your right hand are one aspect of you the big toe on your left foot is one aspect of you everything is an aspect of you as one being think of it like that i'm trying to simplify here all right so think of it like that that's the essence that's what you're here to work with that's what devik shakti means okay is one creator and ganpati is one aspect of the one creator one particular aspect and we'll see that what it means okay that's the mantra number 2 what is a sahasranama sahasranama means 1000 names these are a set of 1000 names of the deva shakti the divine energy you might call it i hate to use the word force or power because these are translated as we know to be used violently as in used in a negative connotation that's why i don't want to use the word force there's nothing to be forced upon anyone you are that force if it all anything there is nothing to have power over power means you're saying i want to have power over someone power of one country over another power of one person over another these are illusions that's why I refrain from using such terms. When I say Shakti here, or Devik Shakti, or Deva Shakti, it simply means this particular divine energy that exists and pervades everything and everywhere. It's the aspect of the One Creator, which are given to us, Sahasranama, as a combination of form, function. and creational aspects or powers again i hate to use the word powers creator aspects and creator energy okay creational energy that energy of life which is all around right up to the subatomic level okay this is where every sasanama addresses from form function and creational aspects and it's all mixed really if we go to the sasanama and if you engage with it you will see it and we shall see this in this series also how the form function and creational aspects are interwoven it's a brilliant brilliant way of conveying directly to you 
what the essence of the Deva Shakti is. Why should I be worshipping anyone with an elephant face? You know, I've heard this term many times before, right? Why should I be doing that? Who is this elephant god you are worshipping? Some Americans asked me this many decades ago now. And I was like, hmm, that's an interesting question. I always address it like a student. Whenever somebody throws a question at me, my tendency is to go, that's an interesting question. I never thought about that. So let me explore it. And I explore it. The validity of the questioning. Okay, how and where this creational aspect engages with us here on the earth plane. That's what Sahasranama is. Sahasranama unpacks that Deva Shakti, whichever Sahasranama it is, in this case we are starting with Ganpati. So we are unpacking who and what Ganpati is in our lives. How can it be, how can I get the significance of what is divine in my life, apart from all the humanism? that surrounds me. Okay, that's the Sahasrama. It's the shortcut. It's the quickest way you can understand any Deva Shakti in the Vedic literature. Okay? The quickest way. Just engage constantly with this and let that reveal itself to you. You might research a number of meanings of Sahasrama. I'm going to put some here, the popular translations, but it's much more than that. I can tell you from personal experiences far, far, far more than what is being told in a text manner or what any guru can tell you. This is the beauty of the Sahasranamas, all of them. They reveal themselves to you in a personal way, in a way that you will understand in your life, wherever you are. Okay, let's get to the third point. Why is chanting required? What's the thing with chanting? And every faith in the world has some form of chanting, or some form of prayer, or some form of recitation of their scripture, right? This is normal. But I'm coming from the angle of Sasarama here. Chanting is simply a means to engage the mind in a focused meditative way, which over time, the mind, body, and the spirit your spirit, your consciousness begins to tune into that Deva Shakti or divine energy embedded into the Sahasranama itself. The Sahasranama itself, the thousand names have everything about the Deva Shakti. You don't need to go anywhere else. And there is no need to understand or analyze this for it to work for you. No need. No need at all. None. Everything is embedded in the Sahasranama. You don't need to analyze, you actually don't even need to understand this. Any more than it is necessary for you to analyze electricity to know how it works. Do you need to analyze electricity before you switch the light on? For the bulb to come on, you don't. You just switch it on and it comes on, right? Sastranama is something like that. That kind of a readily available energy to understand. Next. Do I have to memorize or be able to recite it? My simple answer, no. You can simply start by listening to it in a quiet, undisturbed space and time of the day. Usually this is why early mornings is preferred time. It's 5 o'clock in the morning where I am. So I'll be doing mostly this in the mornings, quiet time. It's also called as Brahmakala or the rise of the creative energy time of the day. That's another subject, we'll maybe do that sometime. 
over time you will notice that the deva shakti itself will start opening to you and you will understand absorb work with this creative energy in a synchronized way which will help you in all areas of your mind body emotion and your life that's what we all need isn't it so first begin with just listening listen over and over again have some discipline about this wake up one time of the day sit quietly put on your headphones and listen okay that's the beginning point number 5 how do you people feel it in my experience i have seen many people talk about ganpati for example in different ways <coughs> some feel their prayers are answered some feel their worries are allayed some feel their life got better in many ways and they are unable to explain how they were just doing some sort of a ganpati sadhana either reciting bhajan or reciting the sasrama whichever way there are a number of ways some feel the deva shakti itself as chills and tears running through their eyes it's like a soul level remembrance now for the sensitives you might like the last part you listen to it and you have tears in your eyes you have chills running through your spine and through your body and you don't understand why probably because sometime you might your soul might have been in india reciting this very sahasranama you see it's a remembrance of sorts it's a soul remembrance also you might get doesn't matter which culture you are in now if you listen it resounds with you that means you have participated in it sometime right that's the way it works nothing happens by accident in this world you are here you are participating in some form or the other right and you are also bringing your own life to bear upon the rest of your family your friends your culture your country wherever you are in so this is how ganpati feels to people generally speaking for me personally i can share my personal feeling of ganpati sasranama or any sasranama but ganpati specifically came to me as the most innocent form of energy it is the most childlike energy and he, i saw this later in the translation also i didn't know this before but for me the way it landed was first i got this energy of ganpati when i was questioning ask a question let the answers come this is the best way i have learned anyway i don't have any guru so ganpati first came to me as a primordial innocence the creation innocence itself which is all powerful which is all childlike and we shall see that in the sahasranama that's who ganpati is that's who ganpati lives and breathes and bees like in all of us ganpati is not just in some sky somewhere ganpati is in your cellular structure it's in your chakras it's everywhere it's in the subatomic particles we have got to start stop thinking of god is one thing in one place that's a very linear mind that's all <clears throat> ganpati for me is innocence personified it is the child in all of us as human beings it is a child like energy it is very powerful it is very innocent it is very playful it is very wondrously magnificently innocent 
is just pure innocence. So think of it as the innocent part of you. We all grow up through life and we all get to different different things, right? And then we wonder what happened to our primordial innocence? What happened to all that childlike energy in me? I used to be able to play, I used to be able to laugh, sing, dance without any, uh, you know, um, obstruction or without any hesitation or blame or shame or guilt or any of this nonsense that adults have going on in their life, right? Well, Ganpati is something like that. If you want to tune in back to your primordial innocence, I recommend you begin with Ganpati Sahasranama and you stick to it till it reveals itself to you, till you find what is it that resonates with you, how does it work. Let the mantra reveal itself to you. Don't let anybody tell you what things are. You tune in. You get into the subject. Your mind is equally powerful as any guru out there. You be your own guru. You be your own teacher. The text is available. The literature is available everywhere. This is just one thing I am putting through this channel. But there are thousands of them. You can tune into any one of them. So, let's begin the Ganpati Sahasranama.